Radio. I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. That was very kind. Don't try to be funny, will you, Meathead? It's Tuesday, October 26, 2021. You know what that means. Live at the Sports Attic with Larcher and Lawrenson. Find us on Twitter, at Larcher Lawrenson. We're on Twitch at Sports Attic, twitch.com slash Sports Attic. And on Facebook, just search for us, Larcher and Lawrenson. And always, you'll listen to us on Blog Talk Radio, where you can call us, 760-454-8834, 760 8834 and almost anywhere you can get your podcast you can grab our show it is live at the sports attic i'm clark and i'm going to hand it over to my partner the one and only alfred ferdinand larcher the third well hello clark lawrence what a pleasure it is to be uh, talking to you again on this uh, horrible uh dreadful rainy Halloween week in the city of carjackings known as Chicago, Illinois, where you're eating some kind of cheese sandwich. Like it's a, a, a we're making a prison film over there. I mean, How it's, are a pretty, you doing? it's a pretty good sandwich. It is what is called a grilled cheese sandwich, Al. Yeah. Yeah. Prison sandwich. I've heard of those. I'll tell you how we're in the city where the mayor that nobody wants to vote for, the mayor that nobody likes, is going up against the Fraternal Order of Police leader that nobody likes, and they're just having a battle here. While all of us are here worried about carjackings, walking along the street, worried about the 4-0 Chicago Bulls, the terrible Chicago Bears, the Matt Nagy's. What Matt Nagy? Who's Matt Nagy? Where's Matt Nagy? Give us a call. Join in. Tell us what's on your mind. Who, who do you want to be here in Chicago tonight? Hey, you're worried about all this. I'm worried about getting raped by some Blackhawks guy. So, uh, oh my you know. lord, dude! Bad news coming down there. And and the worst part about that, Al, is after what happened in 2010, then he goes back to his hometown, volunteers there, yeah, and there's yeah. another one that goes on there, Al. It's awful. Yeah, like, he, he goes. The, the Blackhawks, they're they're like the Catholic Church. They cover everything yes, up. Yeah. And then he goes to uh, he goes to Michigan. And and then he he now he's coaching at a high school with with young fellas and uh, you know what happens from yeah. there and uh, now 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 he's on uh, the, the predator list so I mean just uh, horrible things in the Blackhawks organization unreal um, we we had uh, we we had free tickets to go to a Blackhawks game tomorrow night and we're not going any longer the 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 good news is uh, the only positive to come out of it is uh, Matt Nagy doesn't look as horrible. Oh my so Lord. He, he 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 gets uh, he fakes the COVID, and uh, and then now he has uh, uh, you know uh, some news story bumping him out of a horrible position. So you know it's all coming up. Matt Nagy is what I'm saying. Uh huh. Good good answer. You know we do the show at uh, uh, six thirty, Clark. And you hey. have plenty of time maybe to have yeah. a quick snack before the show. Yeah, yeah. And, I, uh, well, Larcher, yeah. let me tell you something. Have you ever ordered uh, online from Panera by chance? 
No. You ever order online from Panera? Pickup is over there at Spalding at 3100 Spalding. We didn't order online. I'm like, the hell with it. I'm going to go get it. Because there are people in my household who aren't feeling well, right? So we're going to get, we're going to go get, you know, soup, some grilled cheese, right? Well, I go over there, over by Spalding where the jewel is over there, Elston and Addison and all that stuff. Right back there. It's not a Panera. It's like it's something else, and it's just you pick things up in a locker, and you can't order it there. So then I go to go online to order these soups. They're all sold out, every single one of them. It was the craziest thing. So I had no time to prep. I got home. We had to go stop by the Jewel, stop by the Jewel, pick up some canned soup, bring it over, because we we're not doing right now, Al, in this household, after a discussion, we are not doing, uh, we're not doing uh, buffet-style soups. So... I can't go over to Mariano's and dish it out. You can buy it in the can, but we're not doing. Well, you have a, you have an Instapot, Clark, that has a, the saute option. You just fire that thing on. You mm-hmm. throw a couple cans of soup in there, and then you have your own buffet-style soup. I'm in. That's what we'll do from here on out. You can add you 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 can add in some fresh vegetables. You know, you could take the if you don't want to make the soup from number one, you can buy Pandora soup or pa, what is that place called? Pandora? Panera. Panera's box. Yes. Um, so you go to that overpriced garbage hole. They sell that. They sell the same soup at the Jewel. They sell their soup there. So you can get your lobster bisque and uh, pour it into your uh, Instapot. Heat the son of a bitch up. And then, you know, you buy some bread. You're at the store. You might as well get some fresh bread. You dip it in the soup. And boom, problem solved. You call it a son of a bitch? <laughs> what is that? Stone cold over there? You call it a son of a bitch. I like it. Not bad. All right. I appreciate your thoughts there. Uh, yeah, the Matt Nagy press conference the other day, he went out to his car where, of course, accidentally had bad connection, so he wasn't able to do a full press conference the next day or anything. Oh, oh yeah. Bad Just, yeah, bad connection in there. Ten minutes before it, <laughs> COVID, <laughs> COVID. You uh, you think it's bullshit? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's, uh, yeah. I don't think it's bullshit, but it's bullshit because you know, like pretty convenient. I was about, it's very George Costanza, you know. If I'm about to get fired, and I know I'm about to get fired, and suddenly I get the COVID, you can't really fire a guy who's got the COVID, can right. you? No, you can't. You can't. My thing is, this team isn't. Uh, they're not firing. Uh, they don't fire coaches mid-season, right? In the history of the Chicago Bears, it's almost 100 years of the Chicago Bears. Coaches don't get fired midseason. I didn't see it happening anyway. I don't know. Hey, hey Clark. Hello? It's Matt Nagy. I was going to call in. We scheduled the time to talk. And, uh, unfortunately, I got I got the COVID today, Clark, and I, I don't, uh, I'm not feeling too good. Hey, uh, so, Coach Nagy. Question, Coach right? Nagy, can I get a couple questions here, please? Yeah. All right. My first question is, what the hell was that on Sunday? Hey, Coach, Coach, how secure do you feel in your job right now? Coach? Uh, Clark, he, uh, he, he hung up. Oh, my gosh. He said he was having a bad connection. He'll, he'll try again later. So. Sounded... Hopefully... We are waiting for Matt Nagy to return our call, and uh, he, he did try to call in here. So uh, hopefully shortly. And look at the bookings I get, Clark. You know, you get you get the uh, – I don't know who you get. 
Well, we haven't had a guest in years. But uh, back when we used to get guests, you know, you had you had some uh, local comedians and whatnot. I get Matt Nagy. So, you know, props to me. I also once did a horrible interview with a guy named Matt Walsh, who's on a, who was on VP with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. There's another Seinfeld reference there. Uh, he was on uh, he was in uh, the uh, the Las Vegas movie with all those comedians, The Hangover. Yeah, Matt Walsh. He was the doctor in that. Big Bears fan. Spent time in Chicago. Wow. Yeah, I had him, but I, I if you recall, it was a horrible interview. It was bad. But you got Coach Nagy. Thanks for bringing him in. I do appreciate that. <sighs> do do you do we have anything else? To say? Kind. Yeah. Do we have anything have else anything to say else about to it? Say? Well, I, you know, the Bears are uh, pretty bad. Um, I will say that. Um, I uh, I lost $15,000 on uh, DraftKings this week because of the Bears. What? So uh, I'm very upset about that. How is that? How did that happen? How did you lose fifteen thousand dollars because of him? Well, I had I had I had the hundred and fifty max game one again. Justin Fields would have put up, you know, twenty five points, just like the average, and maybe Mooney had like three points, a couple three or four more points. Mm-hmm. I would easily have taken first place because I had a stack built around it where everything hit except that. So, you know, thank you, thank you, Chicago Bears. Thank you, uh, Matt Nagy. Because, you know, listen, I bet on him. A couple weeks ago, I said, if this team plays in offense with a great defensive line, we're screwed because they, they're they going to dominate, just like happened, um, you know, the couple weeks ago when we when we had no offense, when we had the game where we put up no offense. Uh-huh. I think that's going to happen again. Anytime we, we play a team with, with, a, with a really strong defensive line, you're, you're going to see that. And so uh, the idiot in me – the gambler in me didn't. I considered it, but I'm also like, you know what? We're going up against a pretty weak secondary and a team you can't run against. All you can do is pass on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and uh, you know, they're going to let Fields go. You know, he had 28 passes last week. He's going to get 35 passes this week. And yes, they're going to lose the game, but they're, you know, Justin Fields is going to give me 20, 25 fantasy points, right. and Mooney's going to give me about 15, and boom. I'm gonna I'm gonna print money around this because they're so cheap. And sure enough, that didn't happen, and it cost me because every single piece of the stack, uh, uh, you know, the surrounding pieces uh, worked and and made money and was there to win, except those two players. So not only do the Bears suck, which they do, uh, they're now costing me money. So I am. Uh, I think they should fire Matt Nagy with the COVID. I think that would make an awesome statement. I think it's what Bears fans want. I think they should. They should. Uh, um, you know, they should just come out and be like, "Look, he's too sick to be here." But hey, Matt Nagy, you're fired. Matt Nagy. Move on from there. Yeah, uh, I say let it go. I played Justin Fields in a year-long league, actually, and uh, got me about four and a half points. I think it was in the year-long league. Luckily, I didn't need him. I still won. But uh, it's because Herbert Herbert was on a bye week, so I just rolled. I said, "Oh, what the hell? Let's try it." I thought he'd get the I thought he'd get the garbage. I'm almost to the point where I hope Matt Nagy gets into the film business and goes and makes a movie with Alec Baldwin. Ooh, that, I mean that's that's where I'm at. Or make a movie with uh with the guy who handed him the gun, the uh, the guy in charge of all that shit too. Who? 
What a shoddy operation that was, guys. Just well, just retire, and, Baldwin. And all of you retire. Finish it all up. Finish it all up. Y'all got to stop doing it. Absolutely. It was whatever whatever they were doing down there. Retire. Be done with it. That's ridiculous. And I, I agree. There's no reason these days to have live live rounds. And live rounds can mean blanks. It can mean anything. So I don't know what – I don't know. Did they say was it a bullet that came out of the gun? I don't know. I don't either. But a, yeah, me neither. But I don't want to know how the sausage was made. No. What about that sausage up in Wisconsin where they're putting the candy corn in it? What, what's yeah, your take you know, on I'm that? Right about that. What's your take on that? Would you try? I'd try it. I'm not I'll scared. Try yeah. I'll try it. You know, well, you never know. Number one, I I don't like candy corn. I mean, it's not good, but you know, it's sweet. And sometimes you know you mix sweet with with salty, which you can get out of the sausage. Um, it's probably not that bad. So, yeah, I'm not against it. I am, however, against those stupid elephant peanuts, and I don't understand why they're still being made. You know, I'm, 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 40, I'm 42 years old, and these things have existed my entire life, and they sucked when I was one, and they suck now. Like, who buys these things? Why are they still in stores? What is the conspiracy behind – I mean – the McCaskies must be running the fucking candy business that makes those peanut butter uh, elephants. That's the only reason that something so shitty could still exist. I bet right now on the on the on the kitchen table on the dining room table at Virginia's house, there's a right in the middle is those those peanuts are there. They're in a, they're in a jar. Where, where did you have them growing up? Where did you eat those things? There was like one house. Not many people had them, but like one house had them, and it was the only option. So you ate it. You had to eat them. They weren't great. Wait, well, when you're a kid and you go to the store and, like, they, the, the packaging, you see elephants, you see peanuts, you see these big fluffy orange things. I mean, they're the same color as the bears. True. You know what? If the bears, if the bears were candy, they would be those elephant peanuts. They could be. Do you get the idea that the Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers could have scored 70 points if they gave it an effort? In that football game, it oh, yeah. it never seemed like they were ever stoppable. Which I don't even know if we can blame the defense because the offense just started on that side of the field the entire time. Like obviously the defense wasn't great, but it was just there was nothing good about this. And I need to ask you right here and now, Al, what is your current take on who Justin Fields is as a quarterback? I see people jumping off this bandwagon, jumping completely off. And if you you recall, like we had our differences at the draft time, I didn't think he was the right choice then. But I I I feel I was wrong. I I felt that I was wrong with that take. However, the issue here is I don't trust the Chicago Bears to develop this guy. I don't trust the Chicago Bears to get him in the right situation to run it. Yeah. What's your take here on Justin Fields as of this moment? Well, I, I agree. I um, I think he's a blue-chip quarterback. My opinion of him has not changed whatsoever. Um, I don't think he's as prepared as he thought he was or as I thought he thought he was. And uh, clear, clearly, uh, I blame the coaching for that. They didn't give him any time in preseason. You know, they, they prepared this kid zero. They run plays that aren't play actions, that aren't conducive to his skill set. It's a disaster, and I don't blame him whatsoever. 
you know, outside of making rookie mistakes, which he's, he's a rookie. He's allowed to do right, that. Right. They aren't you know, running I, I, plays to his skill set, you said there. And that just – that hits so well. I was thinking today, Al, about uh, – Tom Brady had spoken with the Chicago Bears before he went and signed with Tampa. Do you, do you recall? This was a thing. It, right, it was a legit right. thing that happened. He spoke with the Bears. The Bears could have been where he went. Where, where he went to Tampa Bay, last night he was talking with Peyton on the, uh, the Eli and Peyton cast, and they were discussing how when Peyton went to Denver, they, they started integrating some of the Indianapolis Colts playbook with Peyton. He started basically integrating some of that, and that's how they got to the Super Bowl and won the damn thing. Well, Brady did the same kind of thing. I, I think Matt Nagy here would have just stuck to his guns telling Tom fucking Brady that he has to do what he wants to do. Like, that's how incompetent I feel this whole thing is with Matt Nagy. Wait, uh-oh, yeah. that was a toilet take? Is that what that was? What, what, are, you, what are you giving me here? Uh, Matt Nagy is a turd who needs to be flushed. I mean, he's just garbage. The, the dude is, is uh, not good. You know, I, I posted this on Facebook today. or, or uh, Yeah, Facebook today. It's Michael David Smith broke it down. Justin Fields has been sacked the most times of any quarterback in the NFL this season, even though he's 30th in NFL in past attempts. So he's throwing the ball the least, but he's the most sacked. Fields gets sacked 14.4% of the time he tries to pass. No other QB in the NFL is even at 10%. What? Unbelievable. So That's ridiculous. He's getting, he's getting, he's getting sacked 5% more than the, the next worst quarterback uh, with a sack rate in the NFL. So – you know, I, what are you going to do? Like, he, he, you see he has no time. He's not developed enough to be able to make the quick plays. <laughs> it's just a, it's a, it's a mess. It's a mess, and it needs to – they need to fire Matt Nagy with COVID. I, I think that wouldn't be the best call. You know what? Maybe not even fire him. Just be like, listen, man, Virginia McCaskey's 92 years old, and she could get sick and die, and that would be horrible – and as the Bears organization, we're afraid she might catch COVID. And because you work at Hallis Hall, we don't we, we we don't want you coming back. We we don't trust you. So that's one way to do it. <sighs> the timing was remarkable for him to have COVID again. Uh, Allen Robinson today basically took a took a little bit of a swipe at at, at Bears brass. Uh, you know how during the preseason, uh, you know Andy Dalton's our quarterback. He's QB one. Uh, they asked him about some of the miscues between Justin Fields. They asked Allen Robinson about it. And basically, he then said, he, he's like, well, we're still trying to figure that chemistry out. They asked him about the chemistry. And he said, you know, in, the, in training camp, maybe 10 snaps is what they had together. So they just haven't had that many in-game situations. And I'm sure they're working on it outside of the game situation, the two of them. But come on, man. Like, what, what is well, going on there? Yeah, you missed the good part of the story. They asked, they asked Allen Robinson, you know, if there's a rivalry between him and Justin Fields because of the colleges. Because of Ohio you know, State like and you, Penn State. Because you got the little hard on with the college thing. So uh, go blue. And that, and that Tom Brady's a like, Michigan man. That's why he's such a champ. He's like, no, no, no. We can't. We're, 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 we can't even joke about that because we're just trying to get on the same page as football players. So, uh, yeah, Tom Brady, six hundred touchdowns. If I was the guy who caught that, who got handed the, the Tom Brady ball, I would have left immediately. I would have stopped. I would have got some nachos, and I would have been out of that. I would have headed for the hills, Clark. You I wouldn't see me. I would have said, 
oh, sir, you take this ball and you hand it to Mr. Brady. I don't need to meet anybody. That is his ball. It is not mine. I need nothing from you. I need no fame. I need no radio interviews. I need nothing. You're a stone donkey, so he's I, ending up with a decent payout. He's fine. I would have gotten out. I you would have. I would have been running out that door. You would have seen. You just would have seen. Somebody Stop, said man. right away that balls worth five hundred thousand. Easy, guaranteed. That's not true. That is not true. Oh, breaking news out of from the Chicago Bears today. It wasn't. Uh, it was. It wasn't anybody. Uh, anybody from the coaching staff or from management. Uh, Jason Peters. The old fella on the the offensive tackle mentioned that uh, that uh, Tevin Jenkins is a few more weeks away from coming back. So I don't know. He said a few weeks. That means uh, that means before the end of the season. What is that? Yeah, I mean, you would, well, it'd be a good good opportunity to see him. He also said that offensive rookie offensive tackle Larry Borum will be back this week. That's from Adam Hogue on Twitter. Uh, Eric wonders if they're going to release Nagy after the bye week. Cut him. Cut him now. Who knows? Take him down for Halloween. Who knows? I mean, I, yeah. I have no idea where this road leads. They've got the San Francisco 49ers coming to town this week. What do they do there? Not even just fire the guy I think they should make it like they ban his entire family from ever getting jobs with Chicago Bears the whole family Eddie Nagy anybody with the last name Nagy or married name from Nagy uh, shall cease opportunities to have jobs with the Chicago Bears I think they should uh, put him in the squid games just see what happens yeah that's uh, that's uh, you and the millennials I don't get the right price you still haven't watched it yet huh it's right up your alley. I swear it is. Yeah. Have you have you have you watched uh, the movie, the Parasite movie? No. Nope, nope. Not yet. Well, but we did finish we the squid. A... We 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 stayed up real late last week finishing it out. Finishing what? Squid Games. Oh. We finished it. I tried to get a costume from it, but can't get those in time. It's fine. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. Um. You want that on the screen now or later? Uh, yeah, you can do it. I mean, whatever's fine. Um, so you're doing uh, you, you have you have horror movies uh, now at your uh, little scooter shop, huh? Who you does? Serial killers on your doors. You do. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We're giving we're giving tours is what we're doing. We're giving tours. Uh, With serial killers. We're giving haunted tours. No, they're they're a part of it. We we tell the stories. With the serial killers. Oh, I thought they were. I thought you had actors portraying the serial killers riding the scooters with people. No, 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 no. We talk about Have H. You H. Thought Holmes. about that? Huh? Have you thought about that? Because, like, I think if if you had somebody play the Holmes character, what's the guy's name? Who was the H. Uh, H. Holmes? H. H. Holmes yeah, yeah, with you, the murder castle. If you had, if you had, if you had the murderer Oliver Wendell Holmes ride one of those scooters, you have a guy dress up as him. He could get on the little scooter, and then people would be on the tour with with the homes, and they get pictures of them and stuff. Yeah, but if he dressed up as Holmes, like nobody knows that guy. Like you'd have to hold the well, picture he, up next to it so you knew who he was. I'm saying if you need a Gacy, I'm available. 
Oh, you'd be a good Gacy. But I, I draw the line. No Gacy. Although Gacy's back in the news this week. Oh, yeah. They they uh, they dug up another victim. They found uh, – well, they found out that they – I, I thought he only killed kids. This guy was like 22, 23 when he killed him and married. All kinds of stuff. His family never looked for him. And he killed in 76, right? So Gacy was caught in like 78. This guy, they're guessing, was killed in about 1976. He was married, lived up in our neighborhood, up up over here near Norwich, where Gacy was, right? And uh, the guy's family from what, Carolina, somewhere southeast over there, they never looked for him because they just thought he wanted to be off and be alone. That, oh, yeah, back in the 70s, that was a thing. You know, he would just, uh, he would just go away. Just, just leave. Gacy must have uh, been preying on things like that. Like, that's what H.H. H. Holmes did. H.H. H. H. Holmes was busy preying on, uh, was busy preying on, like, nurses and things like that. He'd have them come and he'd put out ads for nurses to come. And then he'd invite them to come stay at his hotel, which was really just a murder castle. Al. Yeah. H.H. H. Holmes' murder yeah. castle had, like, gas lines going in for gas chambers. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That place was, like, tricked out. Yeah. Like a real haunted house. He had different He had different uh, people come and do construction. Like, he'd fire one out of nowhere and have somebody else come do it so they wouldn't see exactly what was going on. You get what I'm saying? Like, he'd hire yeah, the contractors. Like, you know, it, it takes a pretty smart guy to be a serial killer is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think most serial killers are like uh, like geniuses. Uh, you know, you get the occasional rube who uh, who, who kills people, but uh, I think for the most part they're pretty intelligent. Was Gacy an yeah, intelligent I mean, fellow? Work. G- Gacy presented himself as just a whole home every everyday kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, he might have he might have been one of the dumb ones because I mean, he played a clown, and you know, can't trust clowns. Mm-hmm. People who juggle. People who juggle, it's a big red flag. Like, hey, uh, hey, 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 hey. Juggling is not a red flag. Kids love juggling, oh, yeah. all right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Creepy. So, Two-tone, I agree with you there. I agree with you completely. Uh, Al would like the Squid Games, but I have to watch Parasite before he starts it. Will you even start it yeah, then, or, or do you consider it for the millennials only? No, no, no. If you if you watch if you watch the uh, Parasite movie, I, I think I would uh, I would check out the Squid Games. You know, I think I would like it. It sounds like something I would like, but I just haven't gotten to it yet. I was saving the world from space aliens trying to inject the population with a vaccine that would have destroyed the world. So thankfully, I saved it. I ended last night. I've been playing this game for like two months now, and uh, finally. Finished it. So, what do you play it on? Xbox. Yep. And that XCOM game. Wow. That's great. Did you win? You mm-hmm. saved the world. You see, or you killed the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, no, no. The aliens. You see, the aliens landed and they came here and they're like, "Hey, you guys have cancer and all this stuff. We could cure all that. Just trust us." So. The world government made a deal with the aliens. They're like, all right, you guys, you know, you help us. We'll be able to live forever. And we started getting like these, uh, like vaccines or uh, it was like a gene therapy and uh, like an acid wash. And th- then uh, the aliens, <laughs> turns out they were actually like slaving, like creating farms of people. 
but the media was lying to them. And you're the terrorist organization that has to take down the uh, the government and expose the alien conspiracy that's going on. And you get you get your crew of soldiers, and you have a, a, a you carjack the UFO, and uh, so you got you got you got your carjacked UFO, and you fly around and you screw up their missions, and then they send some assassins after you and some these horrible monsters. Uh, but your guys get better and they get smarter, and your technology gets better. And uh, you start winning your war, and the next thing you know, you take the son of a bitch out, and uh, you win the game. Brilliant. Can I tell you something? I just got a text from a number that I don't recognize. And can what I tell you what? Stuff you're getting? Did you do this? Eight one From the 815. Hi, Clark. Sorry I'm late, but congrats to the Cubs winning the 2016 World Series. Hopefully it won't take another 100 years. What? Weird. What? 100%. (laughs) It's so random. So random. Amazing. Let's see what happens there. Let's see what happens. Just just type back, who this? Oh, that's amazing. Brilliant. I'll get to the bottom of it. I lost my phone this week. Uh, It was a disaster. Yeah. Screwed up my fantasy. Although I had I had like an excellent fantasy week overall. It screwed it up because like I gave Did up. You? It was it was seven eight in the morning. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not going to update anything. So I, I found out Waller wasn't playing. I fixed some rosters, and then I'm like, I'm going to sleep, and I'm not waking up at ten o'clock. I'm not waking up. I'm waking up whenever the fuck I wake up because you know I'm I'm so stressed over this phone. What? So, it was so you time. came home from work at what time? Uh, about. Four, three thirty-four. And when did you first notice that it was gone? You were, well, I stopped. I stopped at a gas station, and I used my phone to pay for the gas. I used the touch thing. Mm-hmm. So I paid for the gas, and I'm like, okay. Drove home, stopped. You know, I parked my car. I threw some stuff out in a neighbor's garbage can at the end of the alley because it was right next to the alley. <laughs> and um, this is the opposite end of the alley that you're not the bar end, but the other end. Okay. Uh, the residential end. And uh, so I threw some things out and I grabbed a bunch of shit out of the back of my car. I had like, you know, a water, some sparkling waters. And I always, for breakfast, every football Sunday, it's salsa Sundays. I have uh, chips and salsa. So I had a bag of chips and salsa and I'm carrying all this stuff. And I stopped in the front. I went through the front door and the neighbor put some scary decorations up, and I was admiring those. I'm like, I should take a picture. I'm like, no, no, no. I got too much shit in my hand. Uh-huh. I go upstairs, and the cat's yelling at me. You know, she wants to eat. She wants to play. You know, and I want to take my pants off. And I spilled gasoline on my shirt while I was uh, pumping the gas. So I, I wanted to change. I wanted to change. Of so course. Quickly, so That's the worst, by the way, Al. That's already a bad night. Like, yeah. Just spilling that on there, it, the night already sucked, right? I mean, and, and now that's just a, now that's just a footnote in the story, right? Wow. Yeah, just a footnote. So, um, so I get, I get, I feed the cat. I sit down to start my fantasy football, my final, my, you know, where I make the cuts. I'm, I'm, this is it. This is the end. We're getting ready. We're gonna, we're gonna get our teams ready for Sunday, and. uh I realize I don't have my phone. I search for it. I can't find it. I go, okay, it's in the car. Let me finish what I'm doing. 
Right, of course. When I finish what I'm doing. I uh, I pack up the one hitter. I go outside. I, I stroll down the street to my car. It's not in the car. I search everywhere. So I'm I'm my hair is crazy at this point. You know, it's the middle of the night. I, I'm I'm sleep exhausted. I'm half stoned. And I open the garbage can lid where I threw out the Slurpee cup, and I'm yelling into the garbage can, "Hey, Sari! Hey, Sari! Hey, Sari!" A neighbor walks by. I close the lid. I'm like, "Oh no!" You also I'm did very Walter White. But but you also went to Facebook and you did something very normal. Is anyone up? My phone is missing. I need someone to call it. Right. Yeah. And then 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 I realized I have Skype, so I could just Skype with my phone. Okay, that's good. That's good. So I keep I keep calling. So you were yelling I, into a garbage can, "Hey Siri, hey Siri." Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was bad. I get it. I would do the same. I thought maybe the phone was in my hand when I tossed the garbage. You know, I just went with it. Um, I've done that before. So uh, yeah, so it was just a whole disaster. I called a gas station, and I you know I don't I don't want to get canceled, but the guy was very Indian. And uh, he had a very thick accent. And when I tried to explain, you guys didn't communicate well together. I don't. I think you can say that. Accusing him of stealing my phone, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, no. I, you know, you know, I did. I just, I might have left it there. I don't think I did, but I might have. I don't know. I don't. Did have you no find phone. my phone? And he didn't find your phone. Because you guys didn't. Yeah. He he speaks a lot better English than you do his language, Absolutely. so it's hard to communicate. Absolutely. So it's hard to communicate. Right. Right, very hard to communicate. Absolutely, yeah, nice, but it's nice fella, and you're like frustrated. I'm not, I mean, at the moment he might not have been too nice to you because he thought you were accusing him of stealing his of stealing your fucking phone. But so you, no, I said it, people called you. You're skyping it. You don't hear anything anywhere, huh? No. Fuck. And that's my place so isn't frustrating. that big, so I figured I'd hear the vibration. See, it's gone. Gone. Right. So now I'm like, you know, I have some, I have some coin. Some of these cyber coins on that phone that with like a unique password, you they tell you straight up you can't get back. Wait, they have to stay on the phone? The coins no, stay you on have the phone? To remember your password. You have to remember your password, and I don't remember passwords, which plays into this story. Oh. Because I have an iPhone, right? I have an right. iPhone, right. and it has the tracking on it. The find my so iPhone? The, yeah, so I go to the damn, uh, my laptop, and I go, you know, find my phone. And it goes, cool, absolutely. What's your telephone number? I give my telephone number, and it goes, oh, what's your iCloud uh, name? No, I go, I don't know. So I type it in, and I go, it goes, well, what's your password? I go, I don't know. It goes, well, you want to reset your password? I go, yes, reset password. It goes, okay, we're going to send a communication to your phone, oh, and fuck. just click it, and uh, you, you're fine. Fuck. And I said, I said, I don't have my phone. It goes, well, then you're fucked for three days. Wow. You have to go through some verification process. I go, the phone's going to be dead in three days. I'm like, this is horse shit. So now I'm really mad. Now, uh, now I'm steaming. And you're not communicating with a human here. It's all via text with the robot, right? Yeah. Oh, it's frustrating. Oh, it's frustrating. So I... Uh, so I just give up. I go, you know what? There's nothing I can do about this. Mm-hmm. I'm extremely exhausted. It's not like nine in the morning. I'm extremely exhausted. Ugh. I haven't slept. I'm uh, miserable. I uploaded my lineups and I just went to sleep. So I get up, you know, I get up right about the start of the Bears game. I watch the game. 
you know, half-heartedly. Um, I'm still panicked about my phone, but Dungeons and Dragons starts at six. Mm-hmm. So like, I got, I got to do that. Mm-hmm. And 10 minutes before Dungeons and Dragons starts, Rygar wanted some attention. Yeah, isn't that right a little bit? Oh, so is Rygar, Rygar saves the day? Well, I started playing with her, and as I'm playing with her, I look, and sure enough, my phone is sitting right there on top of the blender. Oh, for fuck's sake. My thing is with that, Al, like, how, how, um, how did you not hear it there on top of it? Like, wouldn't it at least vibrate the fucking thing? Or is it like a rubber top that it, that it silences the sound of the vibration. Yeah, I guess it was rubber on rubber. Oh, that's annoying. That's so annoying. But you're talking, I mean, you went 12 hours. Wow. Good find. Good find. Uh, so I, I had no idea how I was doing in fantasy because, I, you know, I just look at the phone. I sure. very seldom use the DraftKings. Although you... there's the sweat station. Um, I did, however, found out I won our league. You know, the, the DraftKings won. That, oh, yeah, you, you know, somehow you... found that out fairly quickly. It's funny. When I win a week, it's like it takes you days to even acknowledge. Like, the DraftKings doesn't even pay me out. You, you must slow them down to that. They're like, oh, nope, we're going to hold on to it. Larcher's got to check this out. He's got to double-check all the points, cross all the T's, and you get it as soon as you win it. Seconds later, boom, post, post to the group. Oh, I guess I won this week, huh? Well, I actually got sleep this week. Usually I don't get sleep because I'm busy putting together teams for my friends and myself. So maybe next week you can handle the posting. You can do all the fucking work. I will. I will. I will do all the work. Congratulations on your win. Good luck with your first crap. Usually, yeah. Every week you've won, you had the you had the screen ready to go to show your team off. What do you mean? Oh, I can't find it. Every week you win, you go, you pull the damn thing up. You're like, oh, here's look at my team. Look at here, look at this is a winning team. Well, you didn't get to see it then either. That I was winning for I I won through the first games into into the into the second I, quarter. Oh, huh? I did see. It. How do you I know that? Oh, I didn't even look. I I love and, and I was pissed. I was like, "Oh, fucking Clark!" And then you had a player going late. And I forget who it was. Yeah. Was like, oh, this guy's gonna be dust. Well, and sure enough, he like gets a touchdown. He I'm did like, get an early touchdown that kept me in the lead for a second, but I knew I was done. It there there yeah, wasn't. I had a lot of time on the clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I and you were down far, but you had a lot of time, and you were it was quarterback, running back, and wide receiver, and hell, I. I don't even recall who you played at this point, but um, well, you can pull it up. It's on the screen. I, you know what? I'm currently I'm currently going there. I'm working on it, and this is the point where, as a as a team here between the two of us, I think you should talk about things while I'm trying to pull this up. Isn't that how, how these shows work? It? You push the button. Oh God, damn it! Hang on. Oh, I hit results. There we go. Guys, you can join in on this conversation by leaving no, a I, comment or giving us a call at seven you didn't have it there a second ago. There you go. So, my beautiful, my beautiful team right here. You see. Oh, but now we're not on it anymore. Oh yeah, you went with Jalen Hurts. Hurts is a good one. 
Henderson was a big mistake. In my Millie Maker, I did 20 teams. I did. I hit the smash button on Henderson, mm-hmm. and I did 100% on Henderson. Ooh. So he only put up nine points. That that cost me big in the Millie Maker. I'm sure it I did. Know, like, I got... I, I got snake bit. I've never done that before where I've gone 100% on a player. I played Swift I in a couple places, and then I got off of him like an asshole. I should have never jumped off of Swift, Swift like that. I got you played running back versus running back there. That's crazy. That's but, okay. That's but it made like... sense. It made sense. Yeah. Um, hold on. Let me. Let Higgins me... tried to screw you over a little bit. I'm going to be honest. When I started uh... – my cash lineup for the week, mm-hmm. I had a team that looked very similar to yours. Because oh. I wanted Henry, I wanted Adams, and I wanted Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I ran some numbers on it, and it started getting to the point where it's like, man, every time I play a team like this, it ends up biting me in the ass. So okay. I'm not going to do that. Good job. Rodgers is the only one that really paid off out of all of that at all. And, and, and he didn't really. He was 7,500. You know, Jalen yeah. Hurts was 6,900 for the yep. same amount of points. Um, yeah, Henderson hurt me. Uh, Henry killed you at uh, at that price point. Oh, 9, it, it, it drained me. It absolutely drained me. I, I realized pretty pretty quickly as as uh, the day as the first games were going on. Like I was in the lead at first, but realized pretty quickly that these guys weren't producing as they should have been. Well, Derek Henry. If Kansas City could have just competed a little bit, but they pulled the Chicago Bears, who's worse, the Kansas City Chiefs or the Chicago Bears? They pulled the Bears, so why are they even going to try to play Henry much anymore? It, it was awful, just you know, awful. You know, you, you just you, you ran your running backs against each other too. You realize you did that. I do, I do. That, but I was asking you because I felt like it was a dumb move on my part. Like, no, that's why I, I'm a- not. I wasn't calling you stupid for it. I just, I think that it's. Don't you really want to run a running back who might be winning the game against a wide receiver who might be losing it? No, if you if the equity is in the running game where both guys are especially cast, pass catching running backs, you know, a running back playing from behind if you, if the quarterback's a check down artist is fine. You know, cuz the, the that running back is still going to be involved in the game. What you don't want to do is run, you know, two running backs who are who are used when the team is leading um, and not when the team is losing, because if, if you, if you fall into that, um, th- then you're in trouble. So if it's like, you know, if it's two running backs, if it's like Derek Henry versus, um, you know, uh, Najee Harris, you know, mm-hmm. you, you might not, you might not want to play those two against each other. Now I know, I know you don't like listening to me and you don't like listening to the strategy. I do like, I, I love your you, strategy. I, I told you a couple weeks ago why this is a dumb move, but here you do it again. You run a defense against the running back, and uh, it bit you in the ass. So, you know. Yeah, but that defense scored 17. Shit, I actually thought I got off of that. Huh, you're right. No, I I take that into mind, Al, and I did. I thought that I got off of that, but I did not. All right. Oh, um, former Cub Jorge Soler getting it done for Atlanta. They're up two to nothing now in the top of the first inning of the World Series. There you go. Um, no, I did. I definitely took it into account. I thought I got off of that, and my apologies for screwing it up. Well, I mean, I don't mean to be Nurse Ratchet, but who cares about the World Series? You I know? finished Mark seventh. 
Yeah, I'm pulling for the Braves only because of uh, former Cub Jorge Soler and uh, and my buddy Andrew's uh, always been a big Braves fan. Why is he a Braves fan? What's the matter with that? So his dad, we you know, we grew up near Rockford, Illinois, with with radios back in the day. He could get radio from Milwaukee, so he grew up a big Milwaukee Braves fan. His dad did, so he became a Braves fan because of his father. No, it's not allowed. All right. And then they were on TBS, so he got to watch them all the time. It was on that super station, you know, Al, where they used to play that AWA wrestling. Um, so here, here's the league averages. Now you see here, Clark, you're you're at 127. Still in second place. Yep, I'm at mm-hmm. 147. I average 147 points a week. You average about 130 in second place, and then the rest of the league is just dust. How is the year going? Who's winning uh, this uh, this year? Well, we've been playing for, what, three seasons now, four seasons? You've won a total of six times. Three of them have been this year. So it's a little concerning. So who's winning this year? It's a little concerning that I figured it out and I've gotten better? No, I'm I'm happy. I appreciate the challenge. I want everybody to step up and compete, man. I want people to take me down. Now, if you see the money equity is pretty pretty split over the years. Charlie Hogan actually is the highest uh, winning money per coach and he has the most wins of anybody but he has a very low average yep so interesting you you know you well, can win don't you think he he swings he he takes the big swings and gets it done yeah he swings so. he swings for the fences and uh, when it hits it hits and it has hit 10 times yep. uh, versus you know the old uh, the old conservative plays very conservative uh uh style um you know uh-huh oh wait let's just take a quick look over here your scoring system is a, a first – well, we just better take a look over here and look at this. So uh, you got your first win of the year, of course, right? Um, Al got his first win. Charlie, Charlie took second. And then Joel gets third. Joel gets into the points quite a bit. He's he's doing pretty well, especially for a beginner. But the scoring system goes the first place gets you five points, second place gets you three, third place gets you one, right? So I currently – I have – can we count them? I took, One, the, uh, two, I took the 1936 three. Olympic scoring system. Did you really? For our nice. That's amazing. So I currently have 19 points. And then if we look in second place, you're, you're only in second place. Yeah. But you certainly wouldn't be able to make that up in one week to catch up to me, right? But you are in second place. You have a first place, a second place, yeah. and a third place. That's so cute. With nine points, and then Joel's there with eight. And where's your buddy Charlie that you're talking about with all of his big money wins? Yeah, he's in third. Yeah, hey, look, not a good year, not a good year for the Hulkster. Uh, uh, but I will have you know, Clark. I'm going to get kicked in the chest for ago, saying that. I took third place. Yep. Two weeks ago, I took second place. This week, I took first place. So he's coming back. The tides have turned. In the last two weeks, I have finished in seventh and ninth place. So. The tide is turning, and you know what? It's because I've started listening, listening more <laughs> to to my friends talking about it. Now it's it, it hasn't been a good last two weeks, Al. I've got to get so, better. So if you look at this team here, I it, it put up two hundred and nine points. It 
It had every single piece right. Where is now, it? if Justin Fields, if Justin Fields put up twenty six points, which is an average, if. you know that's not a good quarterback day. If, but if he would have put up twenty six points, you add twenty points to the score. That's twenty nine points. You're winning first place in every tournament out there. If you add in, you know, you figure with him getting twenty points, Mooney probably has another five points. You're putting up two hundred and thirty five points. Everything else hit. Look at this. Damian Harris, 28 points. Swift, 28 points. A.J. Brown, 30. Cup, 40. Gilsicki, 21. Mike Evans, 31. My damn defense put up 17 points. Wow. All it took was two fucking players. My stack failed. Wow. And it was all the damn Bears. So, yes, absolutely, absolutely jaded. Absolutely upset about that because you don't get many opportunities like that in a year. And that was a, that was a tournament winning team right there. If the bears just did average, just did average. If they would have lost that game 21 to 36, I would have won $15,000. Wow. Sorry, buddy. I'm sorry that Matt Nagy cost you all of that money. Fuck Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy's now on a shit list. He's not getting a Christmas present this year. He's not getting Christmas cards. He's, he's getting nothing. Done. The man done. is uh, he's done. Done. So, Absolutely Al, done. I had a buddy of mine hit me up uh, about uh, asking me, hey, Clark, I, I'm playing daily fantasy with four of my buddies. I've been getting my ass kicked all year long. Do you have any strategies? And I was like, shit, you should probably talk to Al. Because Al does this a lot. But instead, what I did was I tweeted at him some, some advice. And I want you to grade me on my advice, Al. All right. Can you uh, give me a grade? Here we go. All right. Absolutely. All right. I asked him how many people. You know, here it is. Uh, he said four. I go, all right. So it's basically a cash game. Don't get too cute. Play some chalk guys, the ones who will score you points. For example, it doesn't matter if all four of you are playing Derrick Henry. Sure, everyone scores the same on him, but having your ass handed to you in the past, this will keep you in the game. Trust Vegas. Look for the highest over-under games. Who's the best value there? And then game stacks. I'm a fan of stacking QB, and I know that you say you don't have to do that in cash game, but that's what I said, no. Of stacking QB and wide receiver, and then I like to run it back with a wide receiver from the other team in the same game. This is where that Vegas line comes in handy. That's a tournament strategy. Then, I, then sure. I sent him to a, I sent him over to a to a daily fantasy podcast that I listen to, the, the Fantasy Footballers DFS. And uh, he went and listened to it. And do you want to hear the team that he ended up on? That's all we did. Yeah. All right. He, um, Lamar Jackson, uh, Henderson Jr., DeAndre okay. Swift, Devonte Adams, okay. Chris Godwin's, yeah. Miko Hardman. Um, Gusecki oh, at tight end, Bateman at wide receiver, and the Giants at defense. Well, the Giants at defense was his best play. He scored 163 points, which was much better than the second place team in his four person league of 118. Yeah. So he won yeah. it for the first time. So. And that that goes that goes to strategy of why like when there's less people you don't have to put up a lot of points 
you just have to get over 150 to win. Yep. You know, when you're talking, especially like head to head. But I was right to tell him to go with chalk, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if you pull up my screen again, yep. Here were these were these were my three cash lineups that I considered. Hang on. I ended up going with the right one. That doesn't work, does it? So yeah, okay. Yeah, because that scroll off of there. So th- this was the lineup I, I went with that ended. Can you zoom that in just game. a hair or no? Not really. I mean, I'm looking at it on my screen. I see it perfectly fine. Sure. I don't know if you're looking at a phone. No, I'm on my you know computer. You know, you can maximize. Screen. You know, you can maximize your screen for a second. Oh, sure. Um, and this has been how to use computers. So, uh, uh, so I put up the 187, but if you see, I, I built two other teams that put up 109 and 108 points that would have lost, and they were similar in construction years. I had Henry. I had Adams. Those are the guys I wanted to play. You play those guys. Now you have to play Hardman. You have to play Bateman. Bateman was the right play. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, I got to Mike Sanders, Miles Sanders. I, I felt like, uh, that, that that doesn't feel good. I was at Cole Komet at tight end. Ugh. I'm like, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it just didn't feel right. Right. So I got the players I wanted, and that's how you, that's how I start. I, I play. I go, okay, okay I want to play Derrick Henry. I want to play Devontae Adams. One of these guys are going to have a huge game. This is what I need to do. And I looked at the teams that were built around it, and I said, this isn't working for me. What else can I do? You know, let me let me look at my player pool. Let me generate a team that's going to have the highest ceiling, the highest floor. Turned out to be this team, and I went with it. I trusted the projections, and, uh, you know, it put me on Cooper Cup, who put up the 40 points as my number one uh, spend, and then I spent average. This is kind of like where you want to be in cash games and uh, low tournament and low amount of uh, people. You, you don't want to have too much big money plays. Like, that That tanks you. When you do the 9,000, and you do for your running back, and you do the 8000 for your wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Well, now all your money is spent, and now you're going to be getting a lot of the guys in three, 4K range, and you're not going to be able to spend up, say, for four grand at a tight end. That's going to get you 21 points. Um, you know, you're still going to have to punt somewhere, and I did that with Bateman, but Bateman was a pretty safe play. <clears throat> and uh, always punt on defense. Actually spent up on defense to go with the chalk defense there. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, so – all right. I what what was your 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 week total? Like I, I know you won in our game. Like did you you finished ahead? No, no, no. no. I I um I mean for me, oh, man, Aggie it's going to come down. For me, it's going to come down to what I do in the Millie Maker, mm-hmm. and um, because you know that's four hundred dollars for mm-hmm. those twenty teams. Yep. And I did a hundred percent on Henderson, and Henderson busts out at uh, nine points. And uh, it was a lot of Justin Fields. Um, he was like 20, 22% of my Millie maker lineups. Uh, so, so that, you were going that, for uh, it. You were, you were going, yeah, for I, it. I, was, I was playing the right plays for tournaments. Now, if you look, you know, I, of course I did the research and I looked at, at everybody's Millie maker score for the week. Uh, Chipotle expert, uh, the whistle goes, woo, woo. Clark Lawrenson, all the guys I look at who play a similar style to me, everybody lost. We all lost. We all Chipotle lost. did. I know last week you were talking about Chipotle quite a bit. 
he he lost about four grand. Um, I lost a few hundred dollars. You lost a little bit of money. Like uh, everybody, everybody lost. Damn. Oh, and by the way, Clark, the highest owned, the highest percentage owned team that yeah. you put in the Millie Maker was your worst team yet again. So I mean, I know you know what you're doing, and you don't want to listen to me no. about how you're burning money, but uh, you know. It again failed. What do you so. mean? What what failed? You played your cash lineup in the Millie Maker. No, I didn't. I didn't play my cash lineup in the Millie Maker. But I, you played. You played a really high. Team. No, because I I didn't play my. You told me not to play the lineup that I play uh, in in our game, in our cash game. You told me not to play it, so I didn't play it. I played a different team. Well, the point is not that you, you shouldn't play it because it's your cash lineup. You shouldn't play it because it's a high because you're playing chalk. Remember what we said, you know, you want to be the smaller the field, the higher, the more exposure you want to chalk. The larger the field, the less chalk you want. Right. So I didn't play much chalk. Yeah, you played like it was like a hundred. I'm pulling it up now. You had a team that was like 182 yeah, percent. I don't know. You're you're misremembering. I think you're. It's loading right now, Clark. The the, the cog is spinning. So eh, fake news. Let me see. Worst favorites. Oh yeah, my team's all finished in the middle of the pack. It was great. Clark and uh, let's see. Oh, I, my only chalk guy I had really was Adams. Oh Henderson. Oh, but you played Henderson all over the place. He was played forty percent. Yeah, I put I went 100%. I doubled the field even though he was over owned because you know, I noticed Chipotle had been doing And then stuff. I played Aaron Rodgers who was only played 7% of the time. Uh I played uh Daryl Williams only played 15% of the time. Higgins, uh that that's not chalk. V Jefferson's not chalk. There there's hardly any, Godwin 25%, that's probably chalk, but hell, he scored a bunch. And then the Cardinals defense, like it's nothing. It's well, number one, okay, so this is this is lesson number one in tournament play. You have to get off of chalk, right? One of the best things to do is do not, absolutely do not play a defense that has 25% projected ownership. That's well, I didn't know that was a thing. So, yeah, so you, you like, you did not want to play the Cardinals, but, um, well, I didn't, so you're, you're, I didn't see that. Your top So a hundred and uh, you had a uh, your field percentage was a hundred and sixty four, which you want to be around one a uh, hundred and sixty. What do you mean by that? We'll call it, we'll call it one sixty five. If you averaged, if you took the ownership, if you took every player, so average field projection, mm-hmm. and you divided by the number, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, oh, nine. Shit. Hang on, what did I do there? There we go. So if you take all the projected ownership and you divide that number, you total that number, divide it by nine, um, that's the average per position. So you uh, – <coughs> oh, actually, that's not even. If you just add up every uh, projected ownership, it comes up to uh, – uh, it would come up to 164%. Okay. So you want to be around 120. Like, this is a good tournament team. Okay. So I had a good tournament team in there. Your Pat Mahomes team uh, with the double stat. This is a good team. This is a good tournament. It team. should have been a good term- tournament team, but it. But what it's the hell's wrong with what the hell's wrong with the damn uh, Kansas City Chiefs? 
Yeah. I mean, that, that, uh, that hurt you. And then, yeah, you were, instead of being on AJ Brown, you were on Henry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, you, you shouldn't run back. Um, Aguilar scored me a point early back. on. That was great. He got hit. Yeah. Uzuma. I think Uzuma was the best. Yeah. He was like the best tight end play of the week. So Godwin worked out even though he was played a little bit too much. That's that probably got me in trouble there with the Yeah. No, that was that was a good team. If if the Mahomes if Mahomes if that stack would have hit right, you would have been okay. You would have had a you would have made some money. You wouldn't have won the tournament. God, I, I really wanted to stack car with uh, Waller this week too. <laughs> oh my god, I go so tilted. I was so pissed I, when that I was thing. so t- I was so tired and I'm like, well, fuck it, I'm just gonna run with my lineups and then sure enough, that news hits and uh yeah. I'm I had pissed. a lot of Der- I had a lot of Derek Carr Waller uh stats. I'm pissed because I uh in my year long I, I needed to replace Waller last minute. So I went and I grabbed his uh his backup in my year long. I wish I'd have fucking thrown that into the Millie maker with him instead of playing uh who'd I play? Goddard, which got twelve. I should have played his backup who would have cost peanuts, right? I should have just gone for it, huh? Yeah. That and uh, yeah, that's what what bit me. I wonder I wonder if that paid off for some people because I'm sure other people took that gamble. Well, I ended up uh, hand changing the, the the lineup, so I got away from my own player pool, oh. and I picked up I I put a I used a lot of Hunter Renfro to keep my stack going. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wait, what did I? But what? there was a huge there was a huge price difference because Waller was like sixty eight hundred, and you know Renfro was forty eight. So now I had to redistribute that money. I stacked him with rugs like an asshole. Yeah, and then I played Jacobs because Jacobs was supposed to be solid and his price was right, but that didn't work out. Yeah. <sighs> well, so you feel like I haven't been listening to you there? Well, I don't. I don't think you like listening. I, I don't. I think you. That's General Clark. He, oh, I'm not much like, of a listener. I don't, especially when I when I don't have the Addy. Like if I could get, I need to get back on the Addy. I need to go talk to somebody and get back in so I can start concentrating on things. I think you have, and it's human nature, and it's hard. It's hard to follow some of the rules of uh, of fantasy because it's counterintuitive. It's hard to follow the social norms of life. And you you sometimes double down in your ways, which is exactly what you're not supposed to do. Like, oh, I know what I won this week. I know what I'm doing. When it's it's true you could win a week, I would rather lose. Maybe I've won three weeks in a row somewhere, even. Exactly, exactly. And then you get in your head like, okay, you know, my process is working even though the process is wrong. So I would rather lose smart than win stupid is what it comes down to. And because stupid winning. What about winning winning half smart? Like, because I'm, I'm half into it. Like, I pay attention to half yeah. of it. I, I will say you you do you have learned. Um, I have learned, learned a lot. You play you do play a lot of strategy. So uh, I'm I'm half I'm half joking with you. I mean you're not stupid. And, uh, I mean, uh, but you you uh, sometimes you know here's the thing. In a cash game, there's very few things you can do that are going to give you an edge. Very few. 
you know, the correlation doesn't necessarily work. Uh, <coughs> you know, there, there's only a couple strategies to, to really play to. And one of them is try not to run the run, don't run the running back against the defense. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's just an easy one. And the more you do these things over time, you know, you, they may not work always, but they're going to win most, they're going to work most of the time. So you'd rather, I'd rather be in the, the column that wins 60% of the time than the team, than the guys who win 40% of the time, even if they won three weeks in a row. Yeah. Because eventually everything, if you look at my, like you look at my average, I have a very high average because everything tends to work towards the right way. You know, in the long run, my strategy pays off. In the short run, you know, it, it, although I really have to figure out my quarterback. Uh, I feel like I've been bad on quarterback all year when it's always been a strength. Sure. My, mod, my model loves, every week, my model loves, the highest rated guy is always Kyle Murray. And then when I, when I generate and when I build teams, never use him. And I think it has to do with the fact that uh, the Hopkins rate so low. All his receivers rate so low that it just doesn't work. But Jalen Hurts projected really high for me this week. Actually, everybody projected high did okay. Am I just not listening to my projections? Justin Fields projected terribly. He did. Yep. And and I I forced it in. I made it. I I tried to make it happen. Um, yeah, actually, that's a good. What's uh, let me look at just my quarterback pool. Hmm. So in my ratings, my highest rated guy was Kyle Murray. He puts up twenty six points. Not good for the value. Jalen Hurts twenty one or twenty four. Okay for the value. Uh, Mahomes puts up nine points. Jesus. Way overpriced. Uh, but generally speaking, you don't you don't want to spend that high at quarterback, anyways. Okay. That Tua, makes sense. Tua Tua Lopa was the best projecting cheap quarterback. He put up twenty eight points. That if I would have played him instead of Fields, I I, I would have won some money this week. Uh, Fields was my worst projecting quarterback, and the cheap guys he puts up six points. My worst. Uh, projecting quarterback, the absolute bottom was Matt Stafford to put up 30. So that was uh, an outlier. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, uh, I don't know either. Um, we're two weeks away. We're two weeks away from the week. The the week I always win tournaments in. So looking okay. forward to that. I worry though, if you're looking ahead to it, is that then it could kind of cancel itself out. Could be. Like just Could play be. your game, continue sticking with the program, and we'll get there. That's what I'm okay. say, thinking here. So, one 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 game at a time. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know if you know about this, but here in uh, local professional basketball, our women's team uh, recently uh, won the title. Uh, they they were the champions. And then our men's team has started their season. And for the first time, for the first time in, for the first time in 25 years, since 1996, the Chicago Bulls are 4-0. Oh, yeah. The Chicago Bulls yeah. are 4-0. It's funny because I was reading – that no team in the NFL since 1996 has gone seven games into the season 
without having over 200 yards passing in any of the games. <laughs> and it was the Tennessee Titans in 1996. Is so. that where you thought I was going with that? Yeah. No, 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 no. I just thought I'd add another 96 reference. Oh, another 96 reference. No. Well, in 1996, maybe you could tell me how the how the Bears were doing at the time. Was Wani here at that point? Can I do that? Oh, that was still pretty big. Uh, family Matters was big, a Chicago family. Carl Winslow, his family, and the little neighbor kid uh, named uh, Stephen Urkel, uh, who, now, who was the, the, the comedic value to the arty comedy show, the spinoff of Perfect Strangers, of course, as we're talking. But also in 1996, the Chicago Bulls with uh, – Newly acquired Dennis Rodman. Uh, a fella was back in his first full season coming back by the name of Michael Jordan. Scotty Pippen was on the team. Steve Kerr, yeah, yeah. Ron Harper, Luke Longley. Yeah. Those fellas, James oh. Blue Edwards. Those fellas there. They, uh, they ended up having the most wins in history until a team called the Golden State Warriors won more. Uh, but they didn't win the title that year. But the Chicago Bulls did in 96 So they're doing that And yes, they have played the Pistons twice They have played the Pelicans And they just played the Raptors Who are not quite the team That won the NBA Finals Two years ago uh, But they are 4-0 and And they are gelling now DeMar DeRozan figuring it out With the team Coming up as kind of a closer in the games uh, Zach Levine has had some really big games, but even when he isn't having the biggest game, DeRozan stepped up in his place. And that fellow Alonzo Ball, do you you know the Ball family, right? Uh, oh, they yeah. they were on uh they were on Miz TV one night on Monday Night Raw. They were terrible. They were absolutely terrible at it. Um, they uh, Alonzo Ball is a much better basketball player than I ever would have given him credit for. Yeah, one of That's the faults of that. Family, which kind of makes him a bit of a laughing stock, Al, is that uh, their dad, Mr. Ball, uh, he thought that he could come up with his own clothing company, Big Baller Brand, and make a shoe. And all of these other companies have been around for years Adidas, Reebok, Nike, whoever, right? And it's taken them years to perfect making a shoe. Do you think that somebody can just come into that race? And make a great shoe. Somebody has to. Damon Johns. Damon Johns took a took a chance on a clothing company. For us, by us. Was he Fubu? He made made Fubu. Can we talk about Kevin Nash's love of Fubu for a minute? Kevin Nash wore a lot of Fubu back in the day, but I guess that's all we needed to say. You're right. But anyway, that ended up being a mistake for Big Baller Brand. Doesn't take away from the talent that his kid has. Lonzo Ball's a pretty good ball player. And then uh, Vooch in there, Vucevic. Man, they, they've they got a good team. Caruso. They do. Yep. And now uh, let's, let's, let's put in perspective. It's four games in, so let's not, uh, let's not get too excited yet. I think, I think they're definitely uh, a better team than the eighth seed in the playoffs. I think there's a good chance. And – now something's happened, Al. They're starting to call. So um, a lot of times in the NBA, the shooter will fall into a player to get a foul call, or he'll move his legs in an awkward manner so it goes right to where the defender is so he'll get a foul call. James Harden, big on this. I read through his first three games the last three years, he was, getting, he, he was uh, shooting like 33 throws through three games, uh, 25 free throws through three games. 
This year, nine free throws through three games. So his shooting game is getting thrown off, and he's still out of shape. It sounds like he's not one who comes comes every year in complete shape. And then they got Kyrie sitting out because of that whole vaccine deal. Um, so the Brooklyn Nets might not be the top-tier team that they were. You still have, you know, Milwaukee and Miami's tough as hell, of course. Um, it'll be interesting to see where they, where they, where they finish because a lot of people thought when they made all of their trades and their free agent acquisitions this year that they were still like sixth in the, in the East. But, I mean, they got a shot at, at getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. And it's a long season, awesome. but, yeah, it's fun. Um, it's a whole lot of fun to see. Now, what was that other basketball team you mentioned? Um, the Chicago Sky. Are they though? Huh? Are, are they the Chicago Sky? I thought we. I thought because they didn't play in Chicago, aren't aren't we against? Because uh, I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to you know gel with you, man. What do you mean? The Chicago the Chicago Sky don't play in Chicago, so they shouldn't use. So name. hang on a minute here. Do you think that you should only use the Chicago name if you play in Chicago? Well, I, I, that's what you were telling me. No, I'm asking you this there. right now. Is that are you coming to this side of things? Well, as of this as of this moment, yes. Okay, so you're there. You agree that Chicago, if you have Chicago in the name, you should play in Chicago. Can I ask you if you were standing at 22nd Street, right in between Indiana and Michigan Avenue, what? What city would you be in if that's where you were standing? 22nd Street and Michigan Avenue. Right over there by McCormick Place. McCormick Place. If you were at McCormick Chicago. Place. Chicago. Right. There's a little, there's an arena there that holds about 10,000. AEW Dynamite's going to be there the night before Thanksgiving. Well, yeah. that so arena sky, called. Why does the sky play there? That arena called Wintrust Arena is home to your Chicago sky. And that is just where they just sold it out twice in games three and four and won the WNBA championship. The well, Chicago why sky. Playing, why were they playing out in the, uh, well, they realized how wrong it was to play in a different town and claim to be from Chicago. And oh, they moved into the city. They moved oh, into the city. Yes. Yes. Forget it. yes. 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 Woo. We got you, buddy. We got Who's you. Who's the head coach? Who's the head coach of the Chicago Sky? James. Our guy James. He's great. James He's James. I love him so much. He's so good with Candace Parker and Vandersloot. Like he lets Vandersloot he lets Vandersloot He lets Vandersloot know about it. And then Quigley over there, like, he's like, oh, and then Kalia Copper, everybody gives him so much credit. Yeah, Coach Wade. That's what I said. Everybody gives him so much credit for, like, helping this team out and getting him there. He had coached overseas, and uh, can't, and he, he was the coach of Candace Parker's team, and she actually helped him, made the call, like, hey, Chicago Sky, you should hire him. And that's why he, she's here now, too. Name the right guard for the Chicago Bears. The right guard for the Chicago Bears? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, why would I know the name of those fucking losers? <laughs> Not bad, my friend. Not bad. That's pretty good. Guys, you can join in on the conversation uh, if you're watching live on Twitch, on Facebook Live, or uh, twi- Twitter. Leave us a message there. Let us know that you're watching. Say hello. 
Uh, give us a call at 760-454-8834. Um, those are certain ways to join us, or just shoot us a tweet later at, at Larcher Lawrenson, and uh, we will be sure to uh, to get to you. Ignore it. So you thought, did you think they were still playing out at the horizon? Yeah, I thought they were playing at the place we saw the wrestling at. The Now Arena, or whatever the hell they're <laughs> No, no, no. Now. They play where the wrestling's going to be the night before Thanksgiving. Oh. Oh, that's happening in the city? I thought that was the Now Arena, too. No, no, no. That one's in the city. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, a buddy of mine just hit me up and might have a one one free ticket if anybody wants it. I better check that out. I think he said he got one cheap and he'd just give it give it away because he, he can't use it. And I don't think I'll be able to use it the night of. The night before. And we've talked about it. You think you're working the night before? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They're being, uh, they're being hard on us with that. So, uh, well, Tannehill is projecting well this week. Oh, yeah. the Indianapolis Colts. Let's talk a little bit of week eight. You know, your, your top two plays are obvious. It's uh, Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. Both definite cash game considerations. Uh, Jalen Hurts is still too cheap, although his price is over the seven grand mark now. He's at seventy two hundred. Um, so, how Obviously much? That, let's see. Just tuning in. Don't know if you talk Blackhawks yet. Quick question. Obviously, the house cleaning was necessary. How much will this set the Blackhawks back? Will it get worse before it gets better? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty bad right now. I'm, I'm hoping, uh, you know, they, they should uh, they should let that guy go hang out with Nagy. Maybe those two could play together. But um, yeah, things things probably will get worse before they get better because that that organization is just in chaos right now, and it just has a black stain over it, oh, and uh, it's just ugly. So yeah, we touched on it a little bit. I haven't been able to spend too much time dwelling on everything other than i mean it's just a, a horrible situation i know that you got a couple guys on they call it al they call it the virus list by the way i saw patrick kane is on the virus list which wow others are like Sounds covid list and things there he's on the virus list um so it, it's funny two weeks ago the talk was will colleton still be around as as coach well, now, I, I mean, I see you might as well just keep them around. Things are in such disarray. What players were there that were giving hell to John Doe, number one, about the whole situation? Joel Quinville, too, in Florida, has some questions to answer about that as well. Yeah. Um, if there was really if, – if, if, story is horrific and everything, and, and assault is assault, and it, for all of that to happen – just because they were only three weeks away from winning a, a championship, they swept it under the fucking rug. It's a disgrace. And who knows how long it'll take to, to fix this thing. I don't know. Where, where's Penn State at now, Al? Yeah. Look at this. <clears throat> it's all over. Penn State, Penn State is spreading. They're, they're virus. I don't know. Um, you know, <sighs> I hate to say it, but Justin Fields is projecting uh, fairly well. Fucking I, I, A he is. Oh, that sucks. He's so he's so cheap. Like you, it, it's hard not to consider. And he's been nothing but but bad. Um, 
How many attempts? He did have 32 attempts last week, so that's good. Mm-hmm. 184 yards, 174 yards. Oh, the Bears had they had 209 yards against the uh, Detroit Lions. Maybe the average. The average is definitely under 200. What can, what can they do uh, against uh, the 49ers? Yeah, I mean, uh, let, me, let me see what the four, how the 49ers – I know Jimmy G is starting against them, so I I feel like they have a chance because I don't, I don't think Garoppolo's much of uh, what he was uh, panned out to be out there. No, no. I mean, they, they want to get to Trey Lance, but he's, he's injured. Um, yeah, the, uh, the San Francisco 49ers are terrible at uh, covering wide receivers. Uh, they're good. They're good. They're actually fairly good against the quarterback position. Um, they're good against running back. They're good against, they're great against tight end, uh, but they're God awful against the wide receiver position. So Justin Fields back in play, man. I, he cost me $15,000 last week. But, uh, I, I might uh, be, being the, the loser. I am the, the boned up uh, gambler. You're going to go back to him. I mean, I got I got to win my money back on him at some point. You know, he's he's five k. He's free. He's free. Jimmy Garoppolo is fifty six hundred to put it in perspective. Okay. So okay. Jimmy Garoppolo costs six hundred dollars more than Justin Fields. How ticks feeling? Start. And uh, and what about Quinn? Is he going to be off the COVID? Because I think all of that matters a lot. And I do think it would have kept that score down a little bit if we had a couple of those guys healthy. For what it's worth. For what Dar- it's worth. Darnell. Darnell Mooney is now 4,800. Allen Robinson is 4,900. Your number one wide receiver, your number two wide receiver are all under 5K. Like, you could build this stack and no money, and you can run it back with one of uh, the NFL's best wide receivers. I think he's wide receiver two on the season in Debo Samuel at 7,400. <laughs> so, there is definitely a bear stack in play. Unfortunately, because I would love to cancel those that guy out, but man, I, I just can't do it. And then with uh, with the idiot coach with having COVID, maybe uh, he's not even going to be there to be able to call plays or screw things up. Maybe this is the week. I'm feeling it. This is the Justin Fields week. Maybe. He'll probably try to call plays in, like from from the from his car. I, I don't think you could do that. No, I don't think so. Something with the communication, I probably. Don't, but yeah, I, probably. I don't think All right. Can. Can you repeat that again? So, uh, who am I going to want to play? Justin Fields. Yeah, Justin Fields is a good play. Um, and Mooney. Tua, Tua Lope uh, against Buffalo. Tua is a good play. That's crazy. Uh, Justin Herbert, obviously, but 7,300. Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts are your cash game plays for sure. Ryan Tannehill is probably the best price projected player on the board. <laughs> he's got a ceiling of 31 points. Do you want him he's for cash? Twenty. I consider him for cash at 6,600. Yeah. He's definitely in the cash pool. You know, if you're looking to save, cause I, you know, you wouldn't play Justin Fields at 5k. Um, you wouldn't play Heineke at 53. Uh, so really the, the, the cheapest option this week that I would look at in cash uh, has to be, um, uh, Tannehill at 66. Maybe Matt Ryan against Carolina at 59. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I think I'd rather just spend the $700 and get to Tannehill. I mean, we'll see. We'll see as the week plays out and I start reading scouting reports. But 
right now, <clears throat> I'm either spending up to Josh Allen. 81, 81 is too much, though. So. I'm either spending up to, like, a Matt Stafford or a Jalen Hurts. Probably Jalen Hurts. He tends to be the guy I play in cash. If you know okay. Um, yeah. Derek Henry in, a, in another smash spot. He's the number one rated uh, running back on the week. His price has gone down. He's a little under nine grand. He's at eighty nine hundred. You know, Elvin Kamara at eighty seven, and then Eckler. You could save a thousand dollars off of Henry. You go down to Austin Eckler at seventy nine. Right. Uh, what G. Harris is finally priced up at seventy five. Okay. What if you're looking for a deal at wide receiver? Would uh. What about a guy like a Randall Cobb is priced really well against Arizona? You know, they might be playing from behind for the first time on Thursday night. I, I would, I would and this would be a Randall Thursday Cobb. night game. You wouldn't touch it? No. Uh, Pittman no. Jr. for Indiana versus Tennessee. Um, yeah. What, what price point are you at? Um, Pittman Jr. is at 6400 no, I'm uh, sorry. He, he's at he's at fifty three hundred. He's valued at sixty four hundred. Yeah. Uh, T. Higgins, uh, you know uh, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. He's uh, projecting well. He has a high ceiling. He's fifty two hundred. That's the play. There's so much volumes in that. Cincinnati he's a plus nine hundred according to my stats. A plus nine hundred. Is that good? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, his value is nine hundred dollars more than that. Is what yeah. is what I'm uh, seeing. He had 15 targets last week. 15 targets. That's wide receiver one territory. Wow. Uh, he, he caught seven. He didn't have a great game. He caught seven of them for 62 yards. But when you're targeted 15 times, that's a dude I want to play at 5,200. Cole Beasley keeps getting uh, the ball. They keep forcing him the ball. Mr. Uh, Anti-COVID himself, Cole Beasley, he's at 4,900. That's a good play. You know, he's he's definitely going to be in some tournament lineups, uh, stacking him with Fields, or I'm, I'm sorry, stacking him with uh, Allen. Nine targets in his last game against Tennessee for uh, Cole Beasley. Why is a guy like uh, Daryl Williams still showing up for being undervalued? He's $5,600. Daryl Williams. Uh, help me out. The uh, the Kansas City running back. Oh, we're talking running back. Well, The other Williams. Sorry, I'm moving over to running back here. Yeah, yeah, pick a spot, Clark. Well, uh, hey, ADD, I told you a bit ago. I don't, you know, new doctor doesn't doesn't offer those drugs, but uh, we'll get there. We're well, you gotta, get, you gotta get a better doctor. Well, we'll see here. We'll we'll, we'll look around. You got a guy who can do a late night uh, late night uh, root canal on me? Maybe throw me a I little Adderall so. with I, it. I don't I know. Could, I could definitely get you a middle of the night. Uh, yeah, buddy, I don't know. He's uh, he's not in the main slate. I only pay attention to the main slate. Oh, he's not. Sorry, I, I'm. I don't have that pulled up here. Uh, yeah, he wouldn't be either. You know, the guy who keeps projecting well that nobody talked about last week that really intrigued me, but I got off of because literally I didn't hear his name on a podcast. I didn't re- I didn't uh, see his name in a right in the breakdown but he keeps projecting well and he keeps putting up the points. That's Atlanta running back Cordell Patterson. I've heard a lot of people loving him a lot. Uh, he had 14 attempts last week. He went 60 yards and got a touchdown. Um, five targets in the passing game. The week prior, nine targets in the passing game. 
Because if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, isn't he a converted wide receiver? Yeah, um, kick returner is what he you know is what he does. But for for the last two weeks consecutively, he's gotten fourteen uh, touches uh, running the ball. So he's up 50, to sixty-two yards. He's up to sixty-two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, that, so I mean, they're starting to bring his price up. Yeah, and and then you have Mike Davis uh, still in play, so. At a much cheaper price, actually, I believe. Uh, so, yeah, Mike Davis is five grand. So you're gonna save twelve twelve hundred, and Mike Davis is getting the ball still. I mean, he's still getting the touches. Um, see what, what was he at last week? Well, that's not true. Four attempts last week for ten yards. Wow, he's thirteen done. attempts. So they are phasing him out. Yeah, uh, I mean know- Ederson. Mike Davis played for Carolina last year and did really well in place of uh in in place of CMC there. Yeah. Uh not there getting was, it done was, too much this year. It leads me to Sam Darnold's really laying a goose egg out there in them for oh, them in Carolina. Wow. It's really gone nowhere. They're talking about Deshaun Watson even. Yeah. I've heard I've heard the name tossed around a few times now. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold, a pretty good uh, play this week in DraftKings. Huh, of course. Because, uh, well, you know, his ownership is going to be down. He's projecting well. Because he got benched, but they are, are going to start him. You still have one of the best receivers of football in DJ Moore. Okay. That makes sense. You have Robbie Anderson. You have Robbie Anderson, who uh, I think Levitan tweeted something the other day about him, where it's like, the dude's gotten like 30 pass attempts in the last like four weeks for like a total of like 58 yards. Okay. It's crazy. Uh, nine targets last week, three catches for 14, 11 targets the week prior, three catches, 11 yards, Wow. seven targets for 30, 11 targets, five catches, 46 yards. So he's a guy who like data guys like me, keeps projecting he keeps popping up on the uh uh the buy low model of guys who are priced down that have really low ownership but keep getting mass opportunities those are guys you want to bet on <laughs> and every week we keep betting on him and every week he keeps putting up 15 points so robbie anderson man come on but dj moore one of the best wide receivers in football and uh you know he, he's actually been doing pretty decent uh, his numbers haven't been all that great. He hasn't been been coming back, but he's getting the opportunities. You know, ten plus targets a game, and uh, but he's only putting up. You know, he had one week we put up thirty four points. Outside of that, he's been under fifteen points. So, yeah. Um, and then Ridley, Ridley, Ridley's the other guy who everyone keeps betting on to do something, and that the payback isn't coming there. You, people keep losing money on him, so. Those guys, that game is probably going to go very under-owned, and it has potential to be a shootout, and it has potential to win you some money in uh, tournament play. So I'm, I'm actually liking that, that game a lot from a, a tournament perspective uh-huh. uh, because, you know, you you got to bet on you got to bet on the shitty plays that are still getting the opportunities because that, that's where money happens. I had a guy offered me Leonard Fournette, and this was before the game against the Bears, for Calvin Ridley in the year long. And none of my numbers said that it made any sense in the world. So I said no. 
I don't know, man. If I needed a running back, I would take that deal. Which deal? I would take Lenny Fournette. I would take off Lenny. This was the I one mean, that we drafted on the way out of uh, of AEW Dynamite, and we needed running backs. Here, here are my wide receivers: AJ Brown, Calvin Ridley, uh, T. Higgins. Um, who else do I have? I have Corey Davis and Kenneth Gainwell. Oh, I'm sorry. Hang on. That is not my team. That's his team. Are you ready? Yeah. Here, here's my team. Just say it, man. I drafted a shitty team. Right. It's uh, A.J. Brown, Calvin Ridley, um, Amari right. Cooper, T. Higgins. I get two flexes, by the way. Uh, Corey Davis and Kenneth Gainwell. There it is. Man. That's my team. Like... And my running backs are Javante Williams, Nice. Uh, Mitchell from San Fran, uh, Pollard, Miles Sanders, and Michael Carter. Oh, along with Gainwell. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. You know, Sanders is—he's a guy who uh, you know he's hit or miss, but he's—he's he's in play. Is Burrow uh, coming around as a fantasy play now? Is what? He had a good game. Joe Burrow and T. Higgins are—you know—I got them going. Burrow's a great play. Yeah, Burrow is good. It—it it had a minute there where it wasn't. He had some down weeks, but I think they're like, you know, like the number three offense in football right now. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, I mean, I, I would trust your instincts and not do it. But listen, Leonard Fournette, 20 carries, 12 carries, 22. Yeah. A touchdown in every game. You know, he's used in the passing game. Uh, five passes, five passes, six, four. Like, I don't know. You know, Ridley, there's something up with Ridley. You know, he missed a game for personal reasons. He's been banged up. <clears throat> my guy, my guy uh, who's really on him and probably the reason we drafted him is saying get him now, like trade for him. Really? Because, you know, buy, buy low because everyone's down on him. You can get good value. And to trust that he's he's going to get better because – the dude is a good wide receiver. I mean, the guy the guy put up great, great plays. Sure. But it's just that, that Atlanta offense is so broken. But, I mean, to put it in perspective, 10 targets, 13 targets, 11 targets, 10 targets. He is getting the targets. Uh, on the flip side, four catches, seven catches, eight catches, 63 yards and a touchdown, 61 yards, 80 yards, 26 yards and a touchdown. So, He's get and I mean against some bad teams, the Washington Football Team, the Jets, the Dolphins, the Giants. Like the dude's been in play, and it, he's just not producing. That offense isn't producing. Something's up. You know they they got the new offensive coordinator. They got him from um, Tennessee, and uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. Um, well, what else you got for this upcoming week in DraftKings, Al? I'm just kind of looking to see who's projecting here. Um, mm-hmm. now let's break down wide receivers by team. So we can kind of see some ratings. Um uh, of course, now it's slowing down. 
Yeah, Ridley's projecting well for Atlanta, and that's about it. Diggs, Gabriel Davis, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, every Buffalo well, wide receiver is projecting. So, that I mean, I'm double stacking. Josh Allen used to be a guy you would single stack. I'm now double stacking him. Okay. Um, all the receivers are, are, are popping in the model. Um, the Bears, all the wide receivers are popping nothing. They're all tanking. Trying to they're trying to warn me not to break Justin Fields. <laughs> All the Cincinnati wide receivers are popping. Um, yeah, don't play Justin Fields, right? Like, you have to at that price point. His ownership's going to be under one percent. Just a little bit. I wouldn't go more than five percent. I wouldn't uh, do like I did this week and do fifteen plus percent. But would you do a hundred percent on him? No, about fifteen percent, which is high yeah, for a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you went for it. I get Jack- it. The Jacksonville receivers are projecting really well against Seattle. Trevor Lawrence is projecting fairly decent. Um, he's actually projecting good. Fifty-five hundred, five hundred dollars more than uh, Justin Fields. He might be a cash game play too. He's definitely a tournament play. I think this is the week to play the Trevor Lawrence and actually take a stab at Jacksonville. Okay. Um, let's see. What else here? But this is what I like to do. I like to look at the wide receivers and see what, what teams are projecting well. And uh, Philadelphia is projecting well. We know Jalen Hurts is a play. Uh, Seattle has just been shit. Cooper Cup is projecting pretty well. But he's high priced. Yeah, you think he's the best receiver in football right now? Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase, it's projecting yeah. pretty well. One of the best rookie seasons of a wide receiver in the history of the game. Congratulations! Um, I drafted a shit ton of him. I love the dude. Oh, it it works out well. Is his college quarterbacks right there? Yeah, that that chemistry you know, built in. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's opening the game up for guys like T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Tyler mm-hmm. Boyd getting a lot of opportunities. He hasn't put it together yet, but, you know, Higgins Higgins has been a, a, an absolute monster. Um, Boy, I'd like to point. go DJ Moore, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. So, seven weeks into the season, the top averages, points per game. Cup. Cooper Cup, 24 points. This is for wide receiver. Uh, Stephon Diggs, 21. Jamar Chase is third with 20. DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, DJ Moore, Mike Evans, Kelvin Ridley. So, you know what? Kelvin Ridley seems like he's been playing shit, but he's averaging 17 points a game, which puts him eighth on the list. He's the eighth best fantasy quarterback right now. So, yeah, I guess I would hold on to to Ridley. That's probably the, the wise move. Um, your top running backs, you know, obviously Derrick Henry at 25 a game, uh, Kamara Eckler 21. And I should mention these are just the wide receivers play, or these are just the players playing right this week in the uh, main slate. So I'm missing some guys here. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if I'm not saying somebody obvious, uh, J- uh, Jonathan Taylor, Harris, uh, DeAndre Swift, James Robinson, um, 
Leonard Fournette does make it, but he's only averaging he's averaging 13 points a game, 13 and a half points a game. Ridley's averaging 17 points a game. So you would be giving up about five points a game by making that trade. So that's another way to look at it. Man, Josh Allen just dominating the quarterback uh, averages. 27.7 points a game. The next highest is Justin Herbert at 23.7. Tom Brady at 21. Stafford, 21. Burrow at 20. Okay. You know, you mentioned Burrow. He's fifth. He's the fifth best quarterback in fantasy. Jalen Hurts, who everyone assumes would be higher, is 19.9. He's right there. Mm -hmm. But here's the funny thing. You know, uh, oh, he's not. I, I was gonna say, uh, where, where's uh, what's his name? Can't be that doing that great. Who's that? Mahomes. Mahomes. No, where is he? <laughs> ah, bless you. I, thank you. I actually could look at the whole slate. Yeah, Mahomes. Uh, he's putting up twenty three point seven, so he's fourth on the list. So he's doing better than I thought. Dak Prescott. About six. Hmm. Yep. Oh man, COVID. Yeah. I got the Matt Nagy. You got it again. I got it. Yep. So. Yeah. So that, that I mean that's the week. There it is. Make the right place. Uh, did you see uh, old Roman Reigns retain the other day? Oh yeah, Saudi Arabia. Yep. Yeah, that was a good show. Yeah, you enjoyed the show. I did. Overall, was their match was their match solid? It was good. Yeah, I didn't I didn't pay a lot of attention to it. I kind of right. forward to a lot. Of how how long did they go? About ten. Ten hours. Ten minutes. Yeah, I think they went longer. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yep. And then. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for messing with me the other day. I thought for a second that Brock Lesnar. Uh, was actually uh, suspended by uh, by the WWE, but uh, it, was storyline. it was storyline. He F five the general manager in the ring, Clark. I mean, and then he forced a microphone into suspended. his face. Yeah, yeah, that's suspendable. Yeah, on, on TV in the middle of the ring in front of the whole crowd, uh, where the television camera was set up in the perfect spot. Oh. Hey, Clark. Here's a little. Here's a little uh, clue. If something's a work or not, if they use a wrestling maneuver like an F five, chances are it's a work. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but I didn't watch it. Like was the thing, which I didn't watch the Becky and Charlotte stuff backstage either. Which apparently, from what you were saying, do you think the the back stuff, stage stuff between Becky and Charlotte is a is a is a work? Oh, I thought that's why you brought up the other stuff to me, the the Brock stuff. I thought you were like, well. Well, they're both works, is what I thought you were getting at. But the Becky and Charlotte, they they really have a a beef going on. Uh, well, according according to Wade Keller at the PW Torch, a horrible uh, uh, magazine rag that I wouldn't invest any money in. Don't do not get a subscription. Former big fan, longtime subscriber, right there, Al Archer. I am I am a subscriber, but uh, like they're such assholes. They're you tried to get out of it. You tried to get out of it. Yeah, they auto renew every year, and I listen to the damn podcast. So what am I going to do? So uh, he he has he said that like he's gotten multiple sources from within 
backstage that nobody wants to work with Charlotte right now. She's an absolute cancer in that locker room. And people were actually happy Becky stood up to her. So does she just want out? Yeah, I mean, it seems like she's trying to get herself released so she can go to AEW. AEW shouldn't want her either. Right, right. But, huh. I mean, I think they would have to sign her. Like, I think she's that big of a star. Right. I don't know. I mean, that's a tough call. Yeah, it is. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I'm glad that show was good. I didn't I, I didn't even get a – normally those day shows I can turn on. For a little bit, but I didn't. I didn't. Ha- I did not have a chance on Thursday to turn that on. My dad took me out for my birthday uh, dinner last night. No. And, uh, <laughs> so uh, originally, when it was about my birthday, which was mid-August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, I got together with him, and we were supposed to go to my favorite Japanese restaurant, but it's in Lakeview, and he lives out way. Sure. Out, you know, he lives at the edge of the city, or not at the sure. edge of the city. He lives in that. You took me there for my birthday right this year. Or no, yeah. I, I took you there for your birthday on your choice. Yeah, thank you. Right. So, uh, anyways, we went to uh, so he lives out in like Melrose Park, which is like in traffic. It's an hour drive downtown. So, on my birthday, it was like really hot. It was like a hundred degrees. I'm like, why don't we just get pizza or let's go to Hooters or something? Mm-hmm. So we ended up going to uh, some shitty pizza place, a home run in, and I ended up paying for it. So he's like, I owe you, uh, I owe you the Japanese, I owe you the Japanese. I'm like, okay. So he hits me up last week. He's like, you want to go to your Japanese restaurant? I'm like, okay, I haven't been craving it lately because it's a lot of work. Like I ended up going home yesterday and I had a food coma. I like, I thought I was going to die. Sure. So, you know, you eat so much meat. Yeah. Like, it's phenomenal. It's so good. You can't stop eating, but you eat so much damn meat. What, eat, like, what's the name of that joint again? Gayu Kuku. Okay. Over there on, uh, like, Clark or Broadway, just north of Diversity. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, like a, it's on Broadway. Yeah. It's uh, right it's where Clark Gayu, and Broadway split. Gayu Kaku. It's spelled G Y U dash K A K U. Oh, that's good. And it's uh, it's so a hibachi. They bring you the raw meat, you know, the thinly cut meat, and there's a grill in front of you, and you, you just grill your own food. You cook your own. So, yep. And it's uh, all you can eat. You buy a package. So, and which plays into this whole thing. We go, we go, we go there, and it's an hour drive, and it has me taking the expressway down to Lakeshore Drive to get to Lakeview. So, um, uh, the the two ninety, um, not the ninety four. So, uh, oh, wow. you know, it has me go through, it has me take them, you know, through Oak Park, go to the 290, and then take that down. Taking the Ike in, going over to Lakeshore Drive, and then going up? Wow. So, in the car, I have the Jim Ross podcast on, and my dad, I think he's bored out of it. Oh, mind. what are you doing playing that for your dad? And uh, trying to get him involved in it, or no? Or it was we, just on? We, it was just on. We get down, we get down to the, the lakefront, we get down to Lakeshore Drive, my dad goes, Boy, this place is in the boonies. Oh, what do you mean boonies? <laughs> We're downtown Chicago. Like, You're like, you look to your left. Stop. See those skyscrapers there, Dad? That's amazing. So so we get there, and he, he, he looks at me and he goes, uh, he's like, you know, I think I just want a salad. And I go, Dad, 
Like, the way this place works is everybody has to buy the same package at the table because it's all you could eat. You can't just order a salad. I'm like, I wish you would have told me this before we drove down here because I would have been happy going to Red Lobster by your place, and you could have had a salad and I could have had crab legs. It would have been fine. Right. He's like, oh, okay, well, then just order whatever you want. I'm like, oh, okay, well, fine. And then in the middle of the dinner, he starts talking about shitting loudly. Yeah. And, you know, the tables are close. Yes. Well, and he can't see that. He doesn't know he for knows. sure. He knows. There's people right next to you. Huh. I'll be darned. Uh, Al, it was nice, though. It was a nice dinner. Joel wants to know this. Why are we not watching the World Series? Take it easy, McMurphy. Duvall just hit, just hit a home run. Uh, your updated score, folks, who are watching live. And for those of you on the podcast who wanted to know what the score was at this exact moment, in the top of the third, Atlanta is up five uh, five to nothing with two outs after a fly out to right field. Number 30 made a catch. That was Jack Peterson wearing his pearl necklace, former Chicago Cub great, Jack Peterson. Why is he wearing his jock and a pearl feet. necklace? That's weird. He, he wears pearl necklaces. Uh, they, they don't talk exactly what it's about, and I don't care to ask. Oh, wow. This might be one of the least watched World Series of all time because everybody hates the Astros. We'll see. Oh, Joel is a Braves fan, too. That's why Joel's watching. Fair enough. Joel or Hazel Lair. Let's get some. Let's get some more out of Jorge Soler, and uh, any other former Cub who's currently on the Braves. Oh, Dansby Swanson, former Cubs uh, minor league ball player. I like him too. There we go. Uh, well, Archer, we're getting down to the uh, to the last few minutes of this. I appreciate you jumping in during the World Series of your favorite team. First of all, Joel. Yeah, so that's thank awesome. Thank you. That is great. Uh, congratulations uh, on uh, your third place finish. Joel's finishing in the top the top uh, portion of it quite a bit, as we discussed earlier. Yeah, he's coming to play. Yep, he's not quite at championship level, but apparently not everybody is this season. You are Clark. Only one only one person has won six out of seven weeks, or or place. One guy has a, his has place a, a, a twenty point. Average advantage over the rest of the only one guy is ten points ahead of second place. Only one guy. Ah, uh, so be it. All right. Um, we could end up with a Jim Ross situation here. <laughs> what? Where he he has skin cancer? Huh? Nope. Nope. I'm talking about the other situation where the sh- the show must go on. Why did Jim Ross? Post a picture of his skin cancer on oh, Twitter. Did, did he post a picture of it? Oh my yeah. god, it's grotesque. Yeah. Like just tell people, like, hey, I'm sorry, you know, this, I'm going through this right now. It's scary. I. I or like, gonna... click here if you want to see it. This is what it is, because some people may want to actually. There are people that do, but don't oh, just like put disgusting. it out. There. there should be a filter for it. Thank you, Joel. Uh, I agree. Al aspires to be as good as me as well, so so be it. Joe, 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 please. I, I have over $20,000 in profits 
playing fantasy football. Where uh, Clark is, you know, an amateur. So I think you failed. I think you failed to catch. Everything he knows. I think you might fail to catch Joel's sarcasm there, perhaps. Oh, yeah, probably. I gather it was sarcasm, but who knows? Yeah, well, you're the worst judge of sarcasm of anybody I've ever ever known. Am I? Especially on social media. Oh yeah, because because I don't know sarcasm. I I don't know sarcasm. And the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. And the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. I'd like to thank Clark. Holy cow. I'd like to thank Clark. Appreciate it, Mel. Thank you. It was very kind. You are. I'd like to thank Clark. Well, like I said, from this day forward, there shall never be it was very a kind. Cracker Barrel Summit with you. Well, like I said, from this day forward, there shall never be a Cracker Barrel Summit with you. Well, like I said, from this day forward, there shall never be a Cracker Barrel Summit with you. Damn right, and that still stands to this day. We're the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. Well, what happened? Rodgers trying to bang it in. A week after their offense was so ragged in Detroit, Rivers to the end zone. It is caught. Allen for the Chargers touchdown. A man with great ambition and no morals. I wouldn't bet against you. And still, all elite wrestling world champion, Chris Chilicone. Well, I think we've hit the... All right, let's those keep the score, L1. <laughs> you didn't win anything. It's not over till I say it's over. And the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. I'd like to thank Clark. And we got a lot of good players here. We got some great players. We got a chance to do something. We said last week we're going to raise the bar from L.A. to Phoenix, and we did that, right, fellas? All right, we're going to raise it one more time now. we got a weird week coming up, but we're a bunch of weird guys, right? Okay? All right, let's get a break. Let's go with Mike Glennon tonight, man. Let's go with Mike Glennon. Hey, this guy. Hey, Mike Glennon. Hey, winners on three. One, two, three. Hey, Mike Glennon, you got some neck, man. We got some neck. I think that was Gruden giving a game ball to Mike Glennon with the Raiders like two, three years ago. This is the official Casey, uh, Casey Graham sound effect. Congrats on your $8, Joel. Hell yeah. All right. Good night, blog talk folks. Thank you so much for listening. Al is the best. Wait, who said that? Everybody. Let's give it up to the champs. Kalia freaking copper, KFC. Boom. Stop that. Good night, Al. Hi, buddy. Well, it's been a pleasure. It's been fun. I do have to, uh, you know, uh, wash her up. Thank you for, so do I.
Thank you for your DraftKings knowledge tonight. Thank you for talking Bears. Unfortunately, we had to talk about that Blackhawk situation. It's been nice to talk a little bit about the Bulls. And then uh, we finally got to some pro wrestling again. That's been a minute. The Tuesday night show, it's hard to do that with. When we're wrestling here. Here comes Alex Baldwin. God, that's awful. All right, pal. Alright folks. Your pal Big Al Larcher saying Night everybody. And the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. This show is all over. What's that has been said? And now we must go. Well, like I said, from this day forward there shall never be a Cracker Barrel Summit with you.